But um, hi guys, it is the duo, I guess. <laughs> From Girl, have you read? Finally back, hopefully back. Um, we've had major um, technical difficulties <laughs> with <laughs> with trying to record this podcast, but we have some um, we have some things rigged up, and so I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping that that it. That, that things are able to come together for us to have a good show today. But um, I am Christina. And I am Alexandra. And this is Girl, Girl Have You Read? <laughs> <laughs> but um, today we wanted to talk, um, well, first of all, um, I was we were going to talk about how about what we had read and all of that, but we just discovered as we were ta- kind of talking before before we started recording, that neither of us has been doing just a whole lot of reading lately. The last book that I read was um, was In Love with Ezra by Love Belvin, and that is book two of a three-book series um, of her uh, Love Unaccounted series, and I read that weeks ago. Um, and it's just like since then I haven't been able to really pick up anything else. And even before that, you know, before that, I hadn't just been reading a lot. Like I pulled up my Kindle and it's not that books haven't been coming out. I, I, it's like I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the time of the year or or just too busy with other things. But I don't know. I just like I think about it all the time. Like, oh, I'm going to pick some out to read. It's going to be great. And then I never do it. Like something's right. taking my attention completely off of it. Right. And I think that, you know, with both of us, you know, we're, we're both authors and it's like we, we, a lot of times when so much other stuff in life kind of gets in the way or when you have so much other stuff going on kind of in your non-writer life, you have to steal whatever moments you can to write. And so the time that, that you would normally maybe devote to reading gets shuffled out to writing and then at some point you gotta sleep <laughs> you know and so the you free do. time gets shuffled you to do. other stuff. But um but something that we had discussed that I think that we wanna do is, you know, we do a roundup of of new releases every week. And if if all goes well with us being able to record our podcast today, what we want to start doing, um is we'll we'll choose something. Maybe we'll each choose something, or we'll both read the same thing from um from from that list of new releases. And from there, we can kind of decide. We we can talk about it, and that that will be something that will not only like it holds us accountable to reading, like we really should. I, I do think that you know, in order to be a writer, you have to also be a reader, but um. It also gives those authors who, you know, who are putting who are putting out these new releases. It also gives them, you know, a chance to get a little bit of shine. So I think that that that'll be something that we'll be introducing here in the near, in the near future. And I will say, those lists have been getting longer and longer, which is another exciting thing because starting off sometimes it only like three or four books, but I think the last one was like eleven books. So I was like, okay, I see y'all black authors getting it in. But yeah, and I've been really, really excited to see that, you know, that, that those books are out there, you know, that those books that, you know, put black characters at the forefront, they are out there, you know, they are being written and it makes me excited for, it makes me excited for the general climate of of black romance because for a while and even still now I see a lot of people saying, you know, that, you know, people don't write that anymore. It's all, you know, it's all either urban or, you know, all of our black authors are kind of shifting to IR, which, you know, whatever, write what you want to write. But I'm glad to see that, you know, I'm glad to see that black love, that black love stories are being told. You know, I posted that image. Yeah. A while ago, you know, on uh-huh. on the girl have you read Instagram, but yeah. right. But I'm so yeah. glad to see that um that those books are coming out, and we definitely want to um as much as we can. If talking about it on the show gives those authors another you know another place to shine, we'll definitely do that. Um, and we we need to get we need to um we need to start reaching out and doing some interviews and stuff. But like I said, I know that we both you know we both just released projects. We're both working on new projects. Like there's oh, no, it's, it's like there's no break. 
Yes. Never ending. There's no break in between. But um but what today's show is actually about <laughs> now yeah, that now us. that right, now that I've ran my mouth about that other stuff so much, we wanted to talk about um what attracts us to a book and what um what what makes us either download that sample or go ahead and go all in and purchase it or and once we've done that what keeps us turning those pages um and i think that you know appearance <laughs> quote unquote appearance is 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 everything that first you know that first impression is what with a book that's kind of that's the first thing that you see from it that's the first that's the first way that you're able to get a feel of what's happening from the book. And so I think that a good cover is very, very important in attracting readers to your book. Yeah, I agree. I think that I know a bad cover would definitely turn me off. And I get a lot from a cover in terms of what the story is going to be about. So, it's, I mean, you know, you can kind of just see the little the little subtle details that a artist might put into a cover. And you're like, uh this is for me or, Oh, look, this, this might be like, something's about to really go down. Let me see what's on the back. At least let me go check out the blurb. Right. I think that's, that's exactly it. Like I, I've, I've absolutely not picked up a book um, because of a horrible cover. And then, you know, seeing other people who, you know, who maybe aren't as swayed by a cover, you know, they picked it up and then raved about it, you know? So I don't, I, I think that, you know, you know, maybe maybe you do kind of miss out on some things because, you know, because if because you're judging the book by the cover. But at the same time, you know, just like with people, you know, <laughs> your first attraction to someone, yeah. you know, your first impression of someone is generally how they look. And so, you know, that's I think that that um, is definitely a major factor. But um, and it's not even just it's not even just it being a good cover necessarily, but what is on the cover, because mm-hmm. I know something that, that frustrates me is like, I, I've picked up books where there was a couple on the cover, but then the descriptions of the couple on the inside didn't really match yeah. what was yeah. on the cover. Um, and that was awkward to me. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand why, like, I know, like, as an author, like, it's, sometimes it's hard to find stock photos if you have to do your own covers and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. there's usually no good reason for the c- couple not to match the description in the book. Other I than agree with that. Silly. <laughs> it's just especially, silly. especially when, um, like, I, I, I'll give this a little more room from indie authors because, like you said, it's hard to find stock imagery that you know we there are so many different features on people you know that you might have this book you know, you if you're writing the book first the cover comes later you know typically the cover comes later and so you may not you may write a character that you can't find an image to fit and uh, you shouldn't have to change your character just because you can't find an image i get that you know it's especially for indie authors because it's hard it's not there's not a lot out there but i for from big publishing houses where you have the budget yeah that's right that's and that's honestly (laughs) that's generally who does it like i've seen it i've seen it a little bit from indies but i don't mind it so much but if you you know you have a you have a huge publishing house why and you're hiring people to do this photo shoot like it's obvious that you're hiring people to do this photo shoot right why is the hero on the cover? You know, it's 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 a it's a khaki, as my <laughs> as my author Bay likes to say. She calls the light skinned men. She calls them khaki men. But this guy on the cover is khaki with green eyes. Why is he described as mahogany with you know with these awful? Yeah. Brown, almost black. Like why? <laughs> like I'm trying to understand. Uh, you want, I mean, you just wonder, I guess, cause since we're both indie authors, you just wonder, like, how that process goes. And how the authors feel about it, too, because it's like, clearly I described this character as one thing, but you kind right. of, with I've, this cover. I've seen authors, I've, I've seen authors who are with, you know, the, 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 the traditional publishing houses. I've definitely seen authors complain about, you know, about the cover is not really matching up with what's in the book. And this doesn't apply to romance. I have, I'll have to, um, 
I have to see if I can find the article, but I was just reading an article about this guy who wrote like a fantasy type book, like a, like, you know, like a Lord of the Rings, uh, an epic fantasy, epic adventure type of book. And the main character in the book is black. And he's like, he's, he's clear about that. You know, this is that the main character, this main male character is black, but in some other countries, and it may, it may have even been the United States, but I know it was definitely some other countries. They put a white boy on the book because they felt like that would sell better. And so maybe, maybe that's part of it. Maybe they don't feel like, you know, this black king with the <laughs> with the smooth, you know, dark chocolate skin. Maybe they didn't feel like it was gonna sell, so they put they put a khaki man, <laughs> you know, on the cover. And that's not and that's absolutely nothing against khaki men because <laughs> if you find you find. So you know, just just to be clear about that, you know, I'm just saying. But may, maybe you know, to some people, maybe maybe for those traditional publishing houses, they're trying to fit. Um, I guess a certain aesthetic, mm-hmm. and so they make those changes based on that. But either way, um, I don't think it's fair. Um, I don't think it's fair to the author. Um, I don't think it's fair, and I don't think it's fair to the reader because this kind of a that yeah. that that dissonance that it creates. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, when you see when you see like a person on a book, that's who you're thinking about when you're reading the book. So right. then when you're in the description, you're like, wait a minute, let me flip back. That doesn't match. What is going on? Right. <laughs> and I'm reading mahogany, but his skin ain't mahogany. Does she know right. what the word means? You know what I mean? Yeah, so I feel like if they're going to set you up to believe that these characters look a certain way by putting them on the cover, then they need to match. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. But um, beyond the cover, um, I think that the um, – the blurb, the synopsis, well, synopsis really isn't the right word, but the blurb, you know, for the book, the, the, the description of, of what's going to happen, the introduction of your characters. This is, this is the paragraph or a couple of paragraphs that sells your book is, and it's very important. And I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I can't even tell you what I necessarily look for in a blurb because I don't, I don't, I think it's important. And I think it was more important for me before I became part of the indie author community mm-hmm. because now most of the things that I read, I'm going to, I'm, I'm reading it because these are my peers. You know what I mean? Like I'm reading yeah. it because like, I don't really care what the blurb says, you know, she's hot. I know she's hot. So I'm going to read what she wrote. You know what I mean? And I was going to say that the other thing, like with covers, like I don't care so much about the cover if it's a recommended book. Like I don't even look, like I hardly look at the covers to recommend a book because absolutely I'm just expecting it to be dope regardless. Right, because someone that you you know someone that you know and trust and trust you know to to give you a good recommendation they they gave it that glowing review. But when it comes to books that you know that don't have that, you're kind of going in there blind. Mm. And it's like I feel I was like almost feel bad for putting such importance on the blurb because I know how hard it is to write a book. Oh my god! I've written (laughs) I've written nineteen of them at this point, and none of them were easy. Um, It's typically it it almost feels like it's harder than writing the book to convince this 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 story that you've given you know that you've given all your energy to. All your, you know, you've given all your thoughts, all your energy, you know, you've put all this love and depth into these characters, and then you have to condense it down to two paragraphs, <laughs> like, you know, 40, 50, 80,000 words, 120,000 words. You have to condense that into two paragraphs that. Two enticing paragraphs. <laughs> right, two enticing paragraphs <laughs> that are going to make someone want to read this book, and it's just like. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like I freeze up just thinking about having to write one. And so I know that it's hard. You know, I, I know that it's hard. And so I, t- I tend to look not so much at, I guess the craftsmanship of the blurb, but I look for, I look, I tend to look for like key elements. Like if, if, if it's described as, you know, I, I I'm having a hard time thinking, you know, of of some of those elements right now. But there are certain elements that I just don't want to read, 
you know, and so I'll know that I'm going to pass on that. And there are certain elements that I know will immediately make me pick up a book. Like if you tell me that this book is going to be, you know, about this, there, there's a cat and mouse, you know, like they have a great chemistry. They have a great dynamic. They hate each other. They're going to fall in love. Like stuff like that. Yeah, what? Right. Like yeah. those are things that are, those are things that for me, because that, and that's just based on my taste, you know, those are things that are absolutely going to make me pick up a book. And so I think that, um, it's not for me, it's not so much about the craftsmanship. Like it doesn't have to be, I guess, a beautifully written blurb because I know how hard it is to do a beautifully written blurb. And that's, and that's not to say that I know how to do a beautifully written blurb <laughs> or that minds are minds. Mine, <laughs> that mine are. I'm just saying, I know the shit ain't easy, and so it doesn't have to be, you know, pure surprise winning. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, I'm just looking for those, you know, I'm looking for those key elements in it. Yeah, and I know for me, like, even if it's like just enough to get me to at least check out the sample, like, yep. I know when I used to go to like bookstores and stuff, I'll read the back, and then I'm gonna read the first couple pages, and if the first couple pages get me, then I'm done for. Like, right? It's, it's coming home with me. Yeah. And I was, I was that was gonna be my next thing. I was gonna ask you when you're buying when you're buying a book, even if it even if it is based on a recommendation, are you downloading the sample first or are you taking the plunge? You, if it's a recommended book, usually I just take the plunge. Like, I, I, I trust the people around me to just, you know, to to recommend a good book. But if it's, I mean, if it's something I've never, or an author i never heard of, or, you know, the reviews are kind of sketch, but it sounds interesting, then I'll download the sample first. Yeah. See, you're more trusting than me, because <laughs> I'm downloading the sample for anything that I buy, unless it's an author that, well, no, I won't say anything that I buy. If it's an author that, you know, that, that I consider, you know, one of my favorites that I already know whatever they wrote down, I'm going to read it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if I just want to support the author, you know, regardless, yeah. I may, you know, I, I may not, it may be a month before I get to it because I have other stuff going on, but I'm going to go ahead and buy it because I want to support that author, mm-hmm. um, which I don't really do that with traditionally published. I do. That's more, you know, that's more for yeah, my indie yeah. authors. That's more supporting yeah. my peers. But mm-hmm. even with a recommendation, mm-mm, I'm reading the sample first uh, because I've been recommended. I have been recommended stuff that I was like that. I have messaged the person, girl. <laughs> why? <laughs> I think, I think like, you, why? Like, you got like really particular taste, though, and you don't you'll be quick to not finish your book. Anything I start, yeah, I'm I, probably gonna finish it. <laughs> I am not, I am not book loyal at all. Like, I am not book loyal at all. I will, I will give, um, I'm one of those people, I'm not one of those people that if I read one thing by an author and I don't like it, I'll never pick up anything by them again. I'm not one of those people, but if, if, if I don't care <laughs> if I'm reading the book and after the first five or ten pages, I don't care, I'll close it and move on. And that's why I buy, that's why I get the samples before I buy. Because, I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding pretentious. Not pretentious isn't the word, but I don't really have a quote unquote book budget. Like, I just buy what I want to read. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm still not trying to throw money away on a book that you I'm not. Going to no, read. I get that. Yeah, I get you that. Know? Yeah, and so it's like I'll I'll download the sample first, even if it's some recommended. Because I have been recommended some stuff that I was like, "Girl, I'm I'm worried for your mental state <laughs> that you even recommended this to me." <laughs> and I'm not. Don't say that I'm picky. I'm not picky. <laughs> well, no, I say you're particular. You're particular. Particular, maybe maybe yeah. so. But um, but see, the thing is with me, it's like even the writing. Like I I you know. I don't, I don't write, you know, really flowery. Like, I'm not writing, you know, nobody's going to give me, you know, uh, <laughs> nobody's going to be giving me any awards for my prose or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I don't, I don't really need that when I'm, when I'm reading either, you know, I'm, and I, and I read to enjoy myself. Like, I'm not, like, I don't do a whole lot of literary fiction or much or hardly any literary fiction because I don't want to be sad when I'm reading. Mm -hmm. Um, I I will 
I, I will do some angsty romance sometimes, but for the most part, I'm reading to enjoy myself. And so I don't take it. I don't take it just really seriously. You know what I mean? And so I don't right. need the writing to be, you know, I, I don't, I, I, it doesn't have to be Toni Morrison or something like that for me to enjoy it. But, but, um, and I say this with the caveat that I, I know that I'll have, you know, grammar errors and stuff in my books. And, and I mean, in my last one, like, I called myself, like, oh, I just knew I had combed through that with fine tooth comb. And I just knew. <laughs> then a couple of people was like, the grammar errors in this thing, child, I got to take off a star for that. And I was oh, like, damn. Man. Really? <laughs> Luckily, I have a, a wonderful friend. <laughs> One of my wonderful peers who sent me a list, and I was so embarrassed. I was grateful and embarrassed at the same time. She sent me a list of the typos in my book after she oh. read it, and I I made those corrections, and then, you know, you can upload the next file. Um, and I'm, I'm hiring her to proofread. <laughs> I'm hiring her to proofread my next project. But back to the point. I I understand that typos, grammar errors, you know, missed words. I understand that stuff like that happens. But what I'm what Christina is not gonna do is street lingo in in the um in the narrative. Like you can like yeah, if your characters yeah. talk mm-hmm. a certain way, mm-hmm. okay. But we're I'm not I, I don't wanna read broken language in the narrative. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they can do that yeah. in in the um dialogue, yeah. In the right, dialogue. in the dialogue. But and I don't like I read um I opened a book the other day. I was finally about to read something and on the first page it was could of, like could and then the word of instead of could of oh. as in you know, <laughs> as in could have and I was just like, you know what? That's not even a typo. That's how you think that's supposed to be said. And I can't deal with that. Like, <laughs> this is any reflection of the rest of this book. So we got right. problems. Right. Like, I can't deal. And, so, and you know what? It Because it happened in the first couple of sentences, I don't need, I can't tell you anything else about the book. And I probably should go back. Because that's, that's probably not fair. That's probably not fair. And I probably am going to go back to that. But stuff like, but, but just in general, stuff like that, if the book is full of stuff like that, yeah. I, I, I can't deal. Um, if the characters are boring or there's no chemistry, um, I can't deal. Um, <laughs> particular, <laughs> particular. Yeah. No, well, that's no, that's, that's not. I'm saying that's these that's are the things I agree with. I think. I think that's. Right. that's the, and these are these are the things that keep people turning the pages. If it takes too long for the heroine to meet the hero, like I'll maybe give it, depending on what's happening, you know, in the first chapter. If the heroine is like divorcing somebody, or you know what I mean. If if something interesting is happening in that, in that first chapter, okay. But otherwise, I need the I need heroine and hero to meet soon in the book because I need that I need to get a feel of their chemistry right. in order to mm-hmm. to make my determination for the rest of the book like that's that's something that's important to me um I'm trying to think of what else I don't necessarily have to like the hero or the heroine to keep me reading the book which you know that I may know. <laughs> that, that might be you know that might be a little interesting I guess or that might be weird you know to some people that I don't have to quote unquote like either character to end up reading the book but I do need to understand why they should be together you know I need to understand if they both assholes I need to understand why they work <laughs> right, right. why they work together why they work for each other how they balance each other out and complement each other and all of that but um but I'm, I'm okay with not really liking you know the characters like I don't I don't need that in order for the story to be compelling yeah, I agree. It's a, for me, I mean, storyline is like you said. How are these people meshing? How what is their chemistry like? Even if I hate both of them, what is their chemistry like for each other, and how is that playing out on these pages? Right, that's the thing for me. Like, I don't have to. I don't have. He, he doesn't have to be a book boyfriend, a quote unquote book boyfriend for me um, right. when I'm reading romance. I know that's important to a lot of readers, you know, and I get it, you know, because you're reading. There's certain there's a certain level of escapism to it, and so. You know, 
you want to you want to fall in love with the hero yeah. and as, as the heroine is falling in love with him you want to fall in love with him too and i get that but for me i don't i don't necessarily need that element yeah i don't i don't think i do either i yeah. mean it's cool like oh he's hot like oh that's what's up <laughs> right <laughs> it's not like make or break <laughs> right but um I'm trying to think of what else. I just realized I don't think I ever made the. I don't think I ever actually made my point <laughs> earlier. My earlier point about not needing the 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 writing to just be quote unquote top notch because I'm reading to enjoy myself. You know what I mean? Like it's just like and I'm and don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing romance novels to trashy TV, but I'm just saying like I can enjoy trashy That's TV feels, as yeah. much as I can enjoy, you know, documentaries as much as I can enjoy the next thing. Like, I'm reading for enjoyment. And so while I do love beautiful writing, it doesn't have to be beautiful writing for me to enjoy myself, for me to, you know, for me to give a book five stars. The writing could be awful. Like, I could honestly think that the writing was awful. Well, no, because I probably wouldn't finish it because I thought the writing was awful. But the writing, cannot awesome. be, the writing cannot be that great, but the storyline compelling, the storyline drawing me in, the story, you know, the characters, me me feeling and caring for the characters, that will keep me reading, and that will make me give a book five stars. Like, because I've read some books with beautiful writing that I just didn't, I don't know, the book just didn't make me feel good. And so, yeah. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> and when I, I'm reading, that's something that's important to me. I know that there are books, you know, more, I guess when you're getting kind of into the literary fiction, you know, the book, it may not, the goal of it may not be for you to feel good. The goal may be for you to feel kind of bad right. when you're finished. But I don't read those type of books because I don't want to feel bad. Right? I have real life for that. I don't need <laughs> like that. But and, and and that's just me. Like that's not you know that's not downing anyone who does. That's just for me. I read for escapism and yeah. escaping into a world of sadness, that's kidnapping. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Not like, like I'll pass. Right. Not that but, a book um, can't have those elements, but in 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 happily too. But <laughs> right, right. I'm saying like it doesn't need. I don't <laughs> like. I made a joke in the group, um, in my in my Facebook group about you know, are y'all gonna be mad if a bomb goes off at the end of this and everybody dies? Like I was joking, but there are, there there are books where stuff like that happens. Like I remember reading, um. There's a book by, um, it's a YA book by, um, I believe she's Jamaican. She's an Islander. Um, she's an Islander. Her name is Nicola Yoon, and the book is called Everything, Everything. And uh, she had won some award or something like that for it. And it made me go and look at the book's page on Goodreads. And I'm reading reviews, and some of the reviews are like, this book would have been better if they – and I'm sorry, this is about to be a spoiler for the book. I haven't read the book, but this is about to be a spoiler for the book. Like, it would have been better if someone had, if, if, if someone had died. You know, it would have been better. I hated that they ended up together in the end. And, and I was just like, why do you hate happiness? Like, why? Why does, right? Like, why does somebody have to die for it to be a good book? It's like, where do, why do we, when did we get to this place that, the love kind of has to be dysfunctional um, for it, you know, for it to work. And, I mean, this is something that I'm, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I feel like on a, a lot of our love that gets shown, like, on TV, it's like it's all dysfunctional. Oh it's my like, God, yeah. can we see a happy – like, I would love to see a happy relationship, but it's like it's like that's boring to people. Uh-huh. It's like that's not boring to me. I love shows like that. Like there was a show on BET, um, "Let's Stay Together." It was these oh, three couples, yeah. and yeah. I love that show. It was it was it was funny. Like it, it was goofy. Like it, it was silly, but I loved it. They were happy, you know. They were, you know. But then we have where we where we and I and don't get me wrong. I watch Being Mary Jane every Tuesday, and I will be <laughs> tuning in. Don't get me wrong. And this this is actually my first season that. It, well, no, I watched the first season, didn't watch last season, not really, and then this season, I'm back up. It's like, it was like, why do we, why do the people have to be so awful oh my God. <laughs> and awful to each other in order for us to enjoy it? And that's mm-hmm. not a, that's not a, that's not bashing being Mary Jane. I think she's 
awful. I hate her. I don't like her, but I watch. But you're tuned in, yeah. I'm tuned in. <laughs> and it's like, but, but the thing is, like, I think that I think that I would I would still be tuned in and rooting for her, even if she wasn't awful. You know what I mean? Like if, like if she had some redeeming qualities, which she doesn't, uh, <laughs> she has some redeeming qualities, at least I would be tuned in. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, that's all we see. And yeah, I, just, I mean, it's the same with Scandal. Like I love Scandal, but <laughs> when you think girl, about Olivia Pope's character, she's terrible. Right. You know what? I don't know that I agree that she's terrible. I think that she makes bad decisions. I think she makes some stupid, stupid, mm. like, girl, you're too smart for this decisions, but well, I don't terrible think for that not she's using her intellect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she's terrible for that, but she, she sure used it in that season finale. <laughs> hey, look, I was cheering at my TV. I was cheering <laughs> at my TV when her and Fitz broke up. I screamed, finally. Thank you, Jesus. Please don't go back. You should still have your ass on the beach with Jake. I'm still mad about that. Now but he's, he's married, right? He was married. Right. Well, no, I don't think they were still married. I think they used to be married. Wait, wait. Were they still married? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but she just disappeared. Because she he introduced her as as his wife. That's right. Dang, that's jacked up. Olivia Pope can't get a man that's not married. Wow. <laughs> See? But that comes back around to the point. like <laughs> Just like you said. See? Like, I don't know, but um, but I know, like, I, we've, we've, I guess it's, I don't want to say it's quote-unquote common knowledge, but um, I've been working with someone towards developing a script for the Serendipitous Love series, and we keep running into this thing of, you know, all the stories in the same because, you know, because there's a happily ever after for each couple. And I'm just like, okay, so what's the problem? <laughs> like, why, why can't we have three, you know, these three couples who are going through it? Like, it's, um, and it's the first three couples from the series, um, Roman and Simone, Vivian Carter, and Charlie and Nix. And it's like, we can watch their ups and downs. Like, you know, none of those three couples are together through the whole book. But it's right. like, we can watch their ups and downs and still know that they're going to, you know, in the end, they're going to be together. It's like, why can't we see that on TV? You know, like, because because that's real life. Couples go through stuff. They get separated. They break up. They get back together. They get married. They get divorced. They lose babies. They, you know, they have more babies. Like, that's real life. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, even when you, yeah, I was going to say, because even when you think about, like, quote, unquote, reality TV, like, no, it's not. <laughs> this is not real. Right. Get out of my face. Everybody is not going to dinner every day and going to lunch together to throw drinks in each other's face every day. Like, right. It's like <laughs> let's get some real, real. But we, girl, we are off on on TV, <laughs> and this is not what we're supposed to be talking about. Maybe we right. need to introduce a new <laughs> segment, child. But <laughs> um, what um. So we talked about covers, we talked about blurbs, we talked about what keeps you reading. Um, oh, actually, actually, this can bring us, our veering off can bring us back around to, um, to, 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 to the length of, of the love story, to what's realistic as far as, you know, the, the instant love or, you know, does it have to be a slow burn? Do they have to get married and have a baby in the end? Like what? Um, but that that's a lot. Let's connect. Let's let's, <laughs> let's go back. Let's talk first about um about insta love. I know a whole lot of people hate insta love in a book. Um, and oh. I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think that a lot of I think that some things get pegged as insta-love that aren't insta-love, they're just fast. And I think that it's definitely possible to fall in love with someone fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I definitely think that's possible. My husband and I, we we said I love you like a month and a half, two months in, 
He proposed to me. We were six months. We had been together for six months, and he proposed to me. We got married six months after that. I'm going to be celebrating my eighth anniversary in June of next year, and we're happy. Like, I, I can't stand him sometimes. I'm sure you can't stand me sometimes. <laughs> but, but that's normal. You know, that's normal. <laughs> right. That's, that's normal stuff. Like, we, you know, we've built a life. We've had kids. I'm like, we're it wasn't we weren't stupid or crazy you know for you know for getting married when we did it was perfectly fine and I think that for a lot of people it really is perfectly fine to get engaged at six months you know to get married after you've been together for a year because I'm one of those people that I know people say you know oh you need this amount of time to know somebody no you don't for well no I won't say that what I will say is that it'll change anyway Right, right. So what do you think you what do you think you're getting to know? Because the man that I married back then is not the man I'm married to right now. And the woman that he married back then, I'm not that person right now. And so it's like, and it shouldn't be because it's right. It's like, what do you like? What are you What are you really saying? Like you're gonna you're gonna need to learn and adapt to someone. I don't think that it takes a year, or I don't think that it takes you know. Well, a year is fine. I'm saying I don't think it takes you know two, three, five years to know who someone is. You know who they are them first. <laughs> like, unless they're yeah. real, like, unless they're really, really, really good at lying, you know who they are. Or And you, you might be ignoring some stuff and then act surprised when, <laughs> when they when show the real something else. Right. But you saw signs like nobody like I won't say nobody's that good at line because a lot of people are that good at line. So oh, I'm yeah. not going to say that. I'm just saying that I think that in general, you know, you know who that person is and you know pretty darn fast whether or not you want to spend your life with them. Like I and maybe maybe I'm biased because of my experience, you know, with my husband. <laughs> yeah, you left out, Christina. I like I don't know though. Like, and I'm not, no, not saying that I'm not lucky to have my husband. I'm saying that I don't know that I don't know that 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 my case is necessarily unusual. Like, I don't I don't know. But I said all that to say that I can because of my probably because of my experience, I can buy love happening fast. I can buy knowing that you're in love with someone a month or two in. Like, I can buy that. What I what I, but what I don't buy about instant love is when you don't see the characters together a lot or doing mm-hmm. things that would make them fall in love and then right. they're like, Oh, I love you. Like, no, y'all yeah. don't. Like, y'all ain't That's ready something yet. else. Yeah. <laughs> That's something else. That yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like we need to if you if you're gonna show us that these characters have fallen in love fast, we need to see their chemistry together. We need to see some phone calls, mm-hmm. some, you know, some some long walks, <laughs> some dates. We like if you're going to sell insta love, you have to be absolutely on point with your chemistry. Like we and we have to we have to be able to see the why and we have to see it develop because even with my husband and I, I didn't just look at him and say, I love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't love him, you know, from, I didn't love him from the first moment I met him or <laughs> anything like that. It took, it did take some time. It took some conversations, you know, it took something. And so we, if you're, if you're, if you're trying to sell that to us in a book, we need to see that development of it happening. Even if it happens fast, we still need to see the development in order right. for it to be realistic. So I definitely, definitely agree with that. I definitely <coughs> agree with that. But I don't, I just don't think that everything has to be, um, I just don't think that everything has to be a slow burn. Like, don't get me wrong. I like a slow burn. <laughs> you know, like I like a slow burn. I like, you know, that, the kind of easy, slow realization, you know, that wait a minute, my feelings for this person have changed. They've deepened into something else. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's how, I think that it's unfair to tag that as the Real way bit. that love always yeah. has to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's different, everybody moves at their own pace, you know, with these things. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Um, and that leads into the ending. What I don't think is realistic for is for 
everybody to have a wedding and a baby. Mm-hmm. I have, and I will admit to this, I have, you know, I'll, I'll maybe add an epilogue that happened much later, you know, with the wedding and the baby, because I know the reader wants it. And eventually, that couple probably would have done that. But at the end of a book, like, I've gotten, in quote, unquote, in trouble because the characters hadn't said, I love you yet, by the end of a book. I've gotten, quote, unquote, in trouble because the characters hadn't, hadn't made it official yet by the end of the book like they were together and they loved each other they had said you know they had shared those words with each other but they weren't a a necessarily official couple and (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because I, I think of this um what's understood doesn't have to be explained like <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean you know like be happy that they just together and in love and <laughs> right and it's like I think a lot of people want to see those exact things. well yeah that too but what I was going to say was they want to see the couple's whole story like they want to see you know from the moment they met to you know till they get to this point yeah, of marriage and babies, and it's like, but what if I don't want to write that? Like, <laughs> like and I, I think that a lot of a lot of my I, I my when I'm writing, like I tend to do like a moment in time, you know, or the or this 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 year of this of these people's lives, or these six months of these people's lives, or these three months of these people's lives, and. I'm just telling you what happened during this point in time. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, eventually, yeah, you know, maybe they are going to, you know, have babies and do all of that. But you that's, can not imagine that. their, <laughs> right, that's not the part of their story that they're giving me. Mm-hmm. And so because I kind of have that viewpoint from, from, from the writer's viewpoint, I'm able to accept that when I'm reading. Like, I don't need that and cause, because I've read books where it was just like, nah, she didn't, they weren't ready she she wasn't ready to accept an engagement ring from him. You know, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be it just kind of forced. Yeah, it's kind of right. forced. Right. It, it feels forced and I don't it's like I don't like that. Like that throws me off. It won't it won't ruin a book for me necessarily, especially if this is you know, if this is the end of the book. That's not gonna ruin a book for me. <laughs> but, you know, I have felt like that was like like the author only did that to you know, to to comply like, with, I guess, the standards of the quote-unquote romance genre. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you know, write, write what you want to write. If the characters, if they're, if they're not getting married, because some people, guess what? They just don't want to get married. Some people, right. guess what? They just don't want to have kids, you know? And that's okay. Or maybe, right. It's like, and we know this. Why, why do right. We and it's like, that's born. okay. And that's what, this is why, this is what I love about reading indie authors is because indies will push those boundaries on, you know, and this is what I love about not just reading indie authors, about being an indie author. I can write what I want to write. Like if I, if the characters, if, if, if it doesn't fit that characterization to me for them to say I love you, they're not going to say it. Like that's just like Tori, um, Tori and Avery in one of my projects, Finding Forever, Tori was afraid you know, to say I love you. It wasn't until somebody else's book that she told this man, you know, (laughs) that that, that she loved him. And so it's like you have that room to kind of do what you want to do. And I love reading, you know, that's part of why I love reading indies because they they take advantage (laughs) of that. Nobody, yeah, nobody. Right. Can nobody, who going to check you? Nobody, you're your own (laughs) boss. (laughs) But, um, That was um, that was one of the things, and to me, that come that brings the links of the book into play. I know that I'm a person that I pre- I actually prefer a shorter read than a longer read because it goes back to what we were saying kind of in the beginning about finding time to read. I like something that I can sit down, I can finish in a night, even though whatever I read, I'm going to finish it in a night, long or not, I'm just going to stay up, you know, but I prefer the shorter reads because it's the difference between being up at 4 o'clock in the morning still reading or, you know, being Mm -hmm. up at midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning still reading, but, you know, if we're taking the couple from, you know, from here, from, from meeting to wedding and a baby, you know, a lot of times in order to, unless you're skipping some points in time, a lot of times that takes, you know, that takes a lot of words, it takes a lot of pages, you know, to bring to fruition. And so maybe 
because I like a shorter read or, you know, like I'll, I'll read a novella. I love a novella. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can that, start that and finish that. Bam. Here we go. Right. <laughs> so maybe that kind of comes into play with me being okay with, with not getting a wedding and a baby because I like a shorter read. And there's a lot of times there's not really time to go to a wedding and a baby if the book is a novella. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I think like, with novels for me like sometimes stuff just takes way too long for no reason like I ooh, agree with that I, I definitely like, agree with that you see way too much that we don't really need to see to get the story yeah. and it's, it's never like related to anything it's just kind of like a scene thrown in for whatever reason it's like I didn't right. need that <laughs> right I don't think I, there are very 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 few romance novels over I'll say 250, 300 pages that I didn't feel couldn't have lost 50 to 100 of those pages and not and it not taken away from the story of right. the couple. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um like I don't I don't tend to give um I don't tend to give a lot of extra when I write. Like and when I like when I'm writing, I'm not there's not going to be any going back and cutting the scenes, like cutting the whole scenes. I'm just not going to write it in the first place if I don't feel like it fits with, you know, if I don't feel like it fits into the couple, it's like I'm very intentional about every scene that I write. You know, I'm like, and maybe that's weird. (laughs) Maybe that's weird. Maybe it's not. But, you know, I know that that's not true for a lot of people, you know, that, that, that comes back around in the editing. And I've read projects before where it feels like they left in a scene that, and it was a good scene. It was a really good scene. Like, don't get me wrong, it was a really what, good scene. Yeah, what does it have to do with anything? Like, right, it didn't why? really move the story yeah. forward, and so it could have been cut, but it was left in because it was a good scene, which I'm not mad at, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it could have been cut. But, um, and yeah, if, uh, like, for, like, there are very, and like I say, there are very few exceptions to the rules, to that, to that quote unquote rule. And it's only a rule in my head. Like, that's <laughs> not a rule for anybody else. But yeah, and if it's like, I, I've seen 500, 600 pages in a romance novel, and I'm just, I'm, I'm not that committed. Like, I, I I'm not going to like this couple enough to spend 600 pages yeah. in one book with them. Like, if it's like a box set. <laughs> then I'm good, yeah. If I can break it down, I, I got stopping, right. so I'm good. But Right. But, yeah, other than that, mm, like, hit that, like, 600 pages, it's like the size of, like, a Harry Potter book. It like, is. the big That's Harry Potter books like this. <laughs> I, I like to feel like I'm making progress. <laughs> and right. when I know, like, like, I'm uh, looking at this, it's like, I'm looking at this, at this document, you know, I'm opening up in my Kindle, and it says 20,000 locations. You're on location 500 out of 20,000. I'm like, you see that damn. percent? Like, dang, right. I'm only at 30 <laughs> percent. Right. Right. And the thing is that that only happens, you're only noticing it because there's a whole bunch of stuff in the book that could have been cut out. If you were right. reading, you know, if you were absorbed, if you were reading it, you wouldn't even know. What <laughs> you wouldn't even know what percentage you were on unless you're, you know, you're you're at a stopping point or you know you need to go to bed for the night, blah blah blah, whatever. Otherwise, you're gonna be flying through those pages. You're not gonna notice how you know how much longer you have on. You have to right. go. You want to devour it all? Yeah. Right. This is important. But and again, like that's not like I said, that's only a rule in my head. And there are there are absolutely exceptions to the rule I don't want to be biased so I'm not going to tell my exceptions to the rule no I, I know who you're talking about yeah I'm you know who I'm talking person. about most, most of the most of the listeners probably <laughs> know who I'm talking about too like I was she and I, I mean I've, te- I've teased her but she's my friend that's why I'm trying not to say <laughs> trying not to say her name because I don't want to be unfair because she's because she, she's honestly my friend but I'll read her long ass books anytime, yeah. you know. But Girl, don't we all? Right, but that's because I'm engaged for all of those pages. You know, it's not just a bunch of stuff, random scenes thrown in. I'm actually actively engaged yeah. in those pages. But um, and everything is relevant, so you gotta right. It's all relevant, and you better read it all. Like right. if you don't, something's gonna, gonna pop up, and you can be like, wait, what? Yeah, right, right. So yeah, 
Okay, so we've um I think that we've covered everything that we wanted to talk about as far as what keeps us reading a book. And now we both have the uh the new release roundup from November thirtieth to December sixth open and I'm looking through these. Um I've already read In Love with Ezra by Love Belvin. Um I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I've already read Irresistible by Tay Russ. I need to go and um I need to go and leave a review for that. It was a really sweet novella. It was good. Um, let's see. Oh, my girl Phyllis Bourne. You want to read that one? We, we're going. Let me wait. Let me go back and explain. <laughs> <laughs> we're going through this because at the, you remember at the top of the show we said that we were going to start pulling a book from um, from the new release roundup and seeing you know to read something to talk about it for the following week. And I think my vote is for um, for heated moments <laughs> by well yeah we'll do it to a vote like I thought we were both, are we not gonna both read the same thing no we will <laughs> okay <laughs> but I mean if you if you wanted to pick something else you know we could we could do something else but my vote is for Phyllis <laughs> no let's Phyllis because okay let me see I'm trying to see what um what the blurb says. Oh, this is all the blurb says. Yes. I was going to say that. We were talking about blurbs, and I was like, Phyllis literally has four words. And I'm like, simple. Opposite and ignite. And I am intrigued. I'm sold. I mean, I'm sold because it's Phyllis Bourne. And she's she's absolutely a sweetheart. I love her. I've not read this one yet. Um, So I'm, I'm down. And the oh, cover, the cover is hot. The people, the the couple on the cover is hot. I like the couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's oh. do that. I'm, I'm yeah. We're going to be reading "Heated Moments" by Miss Phyllis Bourne for um to talk about on the show next week, and um, I think that's it. I think that um, I think that's all. I'm so happy that we were able to actually get through a whole episode of the show. <laughs> like, yes, y'all have no idea. We have been for the last for weeks. For weeks, like we will get, we would get on, we start the show, and then the audio would cut out, or the connection wouldn't stay up, and we was just having problems. But <laughs> problems. but apparently, it worked out today. So we're um, we're excited. We will be back with you guys. We're gonna read "Heated Moments" by Phyllis Bourne, and we're gonna be back to talk about that. And we'll have um, we'll have some more to talk about, but. We don't want you guys to just listen to us talk. We want to know what you thought. You know, what do you think? What about a cover attracts you to a book? What about the blurb attracts you? Are there certain key words that will get you reading? Are there certain, you know, what elements will keep you reading? What keeps you turning the pages when you pick up a book? Um, you can comment on, um, you can comment on the blog. We have the Facebook page now. You can comment on the Facebook page. You can tweet us and we, we love, love, love you know, communicating with you guys. We love the correspondence. Yes. And so if you want to reach out, absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, other, than, other than that, thank you guys so much for watching. We hope you have a great day and thank you for listening. Oh, I said watching, didn't I? Listening. <laughs> We're talking about TV too much, see? <laughs> I think that, that too, but I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking about when I'm vlogging. But <laughs> oh, thank you guys for listening and we hope you have a great day. And we're out. Bye-bye.